We spent a lot of time on the show talking about the future of the Domes, one of the great Milwaukee institutions. Most people have memories of cool things that they've done at the Domes, whether it's the Show Dome, the Tropical Dome, events they've been to there, the Farmer's Market. The list goes on and on. Christina Deifenbach is the executive director, and she is with us live in the studio. Krista, I should say. Krista, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. When people who have never seen the Domes ask you, like from out the area when you travel and tell them what you do, how do you describe the Domes? Well, they really are unique, and they're one of a kind. So, of course, uh, most conservatories that are dome-shaped are what's called geodesic. Ours are conoidal, which basically means they're shaped like a cone. Uh, Donald Grebe, who's the architect of the domes, actually patented that design. So they are literally one of a kind. It's no doubt a timeless design, but it's also in a state of flux, right, with constant repairs. We've seen all the, the, the ideas for trying to keep the domes viable and up and running in the city of Milwaukee. How important is it to you that the Domes remains an attraction for the next generation and beyond? Absolutely. Well, it's critical on many different levels. I mean, first of all, Milwaukee and Milwaukee County deserves an urban conservatory. You know, that's one thing that's so special. It's the accessibility for urban families and uh, field trips. We have more than 6,000 students come through the Domes every year on a school field trip, and they get to learn about nature. They get to connect with plants and figure out like their role in helping to save planet Earth. Is there a real possibility that the next generation might not see the domes? I would like to say not. I mean, that at some point, absolutely. I mean, it's been dubious, right? For the last 25 years, countless studies, and there was no consensus. But last year, Friends of the Dome stepped forth and took a leadership role, putting forth its own vision, and what's more important, arguably, as a funding solution. And so we are right now um, negotiating that and having discussions and figuring out how to make that path uh, come true. But yeah, it's, looks, it's looking really good. We had a lot of early wins, and we feel great. So, Krista, is your, is your main role to not only spread the love about the domes, right, and get people interested in showing up, but also raise funds that can help to make sure it stays a, a viable option for people inside the Milwaukee area and out? Right. So Friends at the Domes is all about helping people connect to nature. And a really important do- way that they can do that is through our conservatory. And I think, you know, Lots of people have these really special memories of being able to connect with uh, themselves through nature at the domes. And so it's it's really pretty spectacular. Um, but in terms of of the funding piece of it, yes, Friends of the Domes is offering to um, really lead the charge on two funding sources. So that would be through a capital campaign, but also financing through other um, means like new market tax credits and historic tax credits. And all of that together, if everybody who has some stake in this comes together and brings the funding that is possible, then it really is viable. Krista, do you guys have people with the expertise to write grants and to seek funding sources? Because that's a full-time job. It's very complicated. It's not easy. But when you feel strongly about something, it's obviously important. Do you have people that help you that can do that sort of work? Absolutely. So actually, Friends of the Domes has 25 employees um, and almost 5,000 members and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers. And we do have the capacity. We have actually two full-time fundraisers um, who are on staff, as well as lots of consultants and other folks who are helping us um, toward that end. How much money are we talking about to keep the domes how they are? Do we even know? We have an idea, although I'm not putting the official number out there yet, but I do promise that it is soon to come. So right now we're going through this um, 
with working with the project task force that will be vetting the numbers that we have and being able to refine them a little bit, fine tune them, and we'll be coming out with that number later in the spring. Hey, Chris, did you agree that it's a, it's not a sustainable model right now? The domes just can't function and operate as they are without some sort of capital improvements? Absolutely. Well, they could not because they will eventually have to be demolished if we left them the status quo and just didn't do anything. Then demolition is an absolute. But if we were to even just restore them and put them back to the way they were exactly the the way they were before, it's still not a sustainable business model. Right. We can't drive enough revenue through admissions and events and, and retail sales in order for that operating model to work. So that's a lot of what the Friends vision put forward is that how we would um, creatively use the space to be able to generate a lot more revenue than we have in expenses. You know, I kind of feel guilty when I think about this because we took our girls when they were little and we thought it was fantastic and they loved it. And we went in the winter and it was nice and warm in there. Then when they were little, we went a couple other times when there were special exhibits. And now I'm glad they're here but I think like a lot of people, I don't get there as often as I should. Do you hear from people who say, don't tear them down, but they're also not really stepping up and doing much to help save them? Absolutely. Actually, I hear that every single day. And, you know, I will tell you, Friends of the Domes is taking a leadership role in this, but we cannot do this alone. I mean, I'm calling this a good old fashioned barn raising where it's going to take the whole community to push up that wall. And so it will take people doing everything they can do. That might mean visiting the domes and paying that admissions revenue, you know, so that we can have that business model we're looking for. Or it might mean making sure your school is um, considering the domes for school field trips. All of those ways that you can support what we're doing, it's going to be take, it's going to be critical and it's going to take us all. And you have a fundraising event coming up, right? We do. It's Saturday, February 10th, so a week from tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have domes-themed food stations. We actually have botanical cocktails mm. as well as a live and silent auction. And it's just another great way that you might consider supporting the work that we're doing. You know, the smartest thing Matzik ever did was marrying his beautiful wife, Emily. And he did that at the Domes. You were at the Domes, right, Matzik? Yeah, we we saved a lot on our flower budget uh, that particular day. As a matter of fact, it was nice. (laughs) We did it in December, so we got married in the show dome. It was beautiful. Uh, And we had a reception kind of in that main lobby area. And a lot of the lighting was really neat. And we had a wonderful catered dinner. Uh, we had two of the racing sausages show up. Oh, that's One knocked fun. out a ceiling tile, but uh, don't worry, we paid that invoice, $125. Uh, but it was a very unique and special experience, and our guests got to see the best of the domes. There was a great light show in the show dome to Star Wars music and music that we picked out. You guys build memories It was at just the a domes. very unique experience getting married there. It was wonderful. Absolutely. It is a beautiful facility. So we were just talking about that. When you have an event at the domes, you don't have to pay a lot for decoration because it is just a jewel in and of itself. So 10 years from now, 15 years from now, if you vision the domes in your head, what are you seeing? Well, I see a campus that is not just the domes, but includes Mitchell Park as well, um, which has also faced a lot of disinvestment over the last decades. And it would be this just this central place for on the south side of Milwaukee where communities could go and enjoy um, that connection to nature that's so critical, but also you know, be able to um, see something that is one of a kind. It's so special in, in the entire world. So, yes, I see not just the domes standing the way they are, but an entire campus that would get at that uh, mission to connect people to nature. And the website, if you want more information, can people find it at milwaukeedomes.org? That's it. Yes, milwaukeedomes.org. milwaukeedomes.org. Krista, thank you so much for being with us. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much.